Hello everyone and welcome to the Divorce Dad Diaries and I'm your host Stéphane Jutra. I hope everybody's keeping cool and doing well on your side of the country or the world. A couple of weeks of a very hot and humid weather over here. But again, I can't complain, you know, coming from Canada and having those harsh and long winters. Whatever people say, I still enjoy those uh, hot and sticky summers because I know it's just, uh, you know, a couple of weeks and after that we'll go back to more Canadian weather. So I hope everybody's doing well. On my side, uh, it's been quite a busy uh, couple of weeks as always. Last weekend, actually, uh, we, you know, took a little bit of time to go visit the Rib Fest that's happening here in the West Island of Montreal. The Rib Fest is something that's happening pretty much every year. Last year, I think, didn't happen because of COVID, but something that I really, really enjoy and trying to go and taste some good meat there. So went uh, there were some good friends of mine, some friends that I haven't really talked to uh, in a little while, actually I haven't seen for a while. We actually met there and had some, uh, you know, pulled pork and ribs and everything, which was really delicious. The only thing this year is, I guess, because of COVID and still, you know, it's not completely under control. There was a lot less ribbers there. So there was actually three that were there, but still had an opportunity to taste them and they all had really, really good food. So yeah, so I met some of my uh, good friends there and we started talking a little bit and they told me that they actually have a YouTube channel. So we started talking about the YouTube channel. I told them about my podcast, which they didn't know about. So we decided to uh, LP each other out a little bit and just spread the news about my podcast to uh, on this channel and also to let you guys discover them as well. They're uh, actually a married couple that are doing a YouTube channel on food. The name is Mr. and Mrs. Food Travel Fun, M&MS Food Travel Fun. So that's the name of their YouTube channel. And they have a lot of different videos, very, very interesting videos about food, about some travel that they've done, and they kind of rating and reviewing some places and uh, trying new recipes and comparing a bunch of products related to food. So I went through their channel and really, really good stuff there. And I hope that you guys can maybe pass by their channel and have a look and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So I thought I would give them a little shout out about that. So now let's jump into our uh, topic of the week. I'm sure a lot of you out there were probably wondering and asking questions about the title of this episode, Am I a Narcissist? It's probably a question that some of you ask yourself. Some of you probably wondered about your partner. And that's something I thought would be very interesting to talk about. It's a word that we start I think that we see a lot more often than before and more and more often too, describing your partner. I mean, there's narcissist, uh, gaslighting, and all, all those words now that have been used quite a lot lately. And I mean, I'm not here to contradict or say that this doesn't happen. And for sure it happens. I've seen it. And it's something, actually something very serious as well. But I think that often this is also getting a bit misused and also used in different situations that shouldn't really be used. First off, like I was saying, I read a lot of stories on different news groups or social media about narcissists, you know, something that people are talking more and more about. 
So the first thing I wanted to do is what I always do is let's look at what the definition is of a narcissist. So what I found, it's a noun, and basically it's a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Narcissists basically think the world revolves around them. That's basically the definition. That was, again, curious to see like how and why it's been talked about more uh, and more. And just to kind of clear up a little bit that part. So when I was starting to see that in a lot of different stories, and often is men and women have been uh, named or have been identified are, as a narcissist. But the first question that went through my mind, and it's maybe because of experience, because I've been named or told that I was a narcissist. And that's something that has been told as well to people around me, about me. So what I started thinking is like, you know what, let's wait a second. I mean, there's two things in there that I've seen. So like I said, there are narcissistic people out there and there's people calling them off and just by the way they act and everything. But there's also the other type of people that I've seen is basically someone who thinks or feels like their partner's world revolves around them. So, I mean, there's one thing saying that it's actually the case that someone is, but sometimes it's kind of a, some kind of projection, I guess, that people do on, on their partner. First of all, if someone, you know, if your partner is saying you're a narcissist, makes you one? Or, I mean, how do you know you are one and, and does it automatically make you one? Sometimes what happens and what I've seen happening is it's kind of a way to project to the other person. So talk about the world revolving around that person, but it's not always the case. Sometimes it's like a perfect way to move the blame to the other person. It's hard to sometimes to accept uh, what you're doing is wrong or to accept what you're doing or not doing. Sometimes it's easier to just say, you know what, I'll just kind of project that on my partner or it's my partner's fault and kind of moving the blame away. And also you look a lot better with, you know, your friends and family and people around you. So, for example, what I've seen, too, is instead of uh, saying that you're lazy, I mean, it's hard to tell yourself, you know what, I haven't done anything for the past couple of months and it's just sitting on the couch because I'm lazy. It's a lot easier to say, you know what, I'm not lazy. It's just my partner doesn't want me to do those things and doesn't want me to do this or that. Again, I am not working, not because I'm not working, I don't want to find a job, but I'm not working because my partner doesn't want me to work. Or, you know, I don't have uh, money on the side or I don't do any finances, not because I'm not interested in it and not because I don't really care, but it's because my partner takes care of the money and uh, doesn't want me to get involved in that. So all those things, uh, maybe the last couple of ones are from a personal experience, but it's, it's, it's all things that I've seen out there and not only for me, but a lot of other couples. And I understand, like I said, it's hard to just accept the way you are and sometimes the way the things you do. And again, it's, it's a lot better to, to project and that way you have people feeling bad for yourself. But it's really bad because in a way, at the end of the day, I think it kind of comes out the person you are because obviously you have friends, you have family, and either way, either you are one or not, it will come out and people will know about it. And people usually know, you know, close friends or family. I mean, they've been dealing with you for a long time and they often know you. So sometimes it comes out as a surprise, like saying, hey, really, really, your partner is like this or like that. And, you know, you tell that to friends or even family and it, it's hard to believe, right? But again, like I said, 
in some instances, for sure. Uh, some people hide it well, and they act like that in private and in public. They're the best person. You go out, and they always the life of the party, and everybody loves them. But the moment that they go home, or they're just by themselves with their their partner. It's completely a different person and they act completely different. So there's also that out there, which is a huge problem and also probably the most dangerous type of narcissist person and uh, really difficult to deal with, obviously, because again, they might even make you think you're crazy or make people around you think that you're crazy. So that's uh, definitely an issue. So as I was saying before, for me, it was really a big wake up call when we got separated because after all, we've been married for almost 20 years. And after all that time doing more than my share at home and helping out with pretty much everything and and trying to be helpful, wanting my partner to find a, a job. My partner went back to school and I supported her during that time to, for her to get a degree. Basically, her wanting to do a bit more schooling and stuff and I was just willing to support her no problem and sometimes you know she wanted to find a better job but a perfect job and I always kind of had a good salary so at the same time I was like you know what if you don't like the job you're doing now you don't have to go and and work you can just try to figure out what you want to do and and find a job you like because at the end of the day that's what you want right in our situation it was like well we're not in any stress or struggle so yeah you can do that and we're lucky that we can do that because it's not everyone that is in that in that boat, but we could, and I was okay with that. But when we started talking about separation and divorce, basically all that had been done before now became the example I gave before. It became my fault. And that's that's a bit frustrating, especially when you try to do the best for your spouse to be happy. At the end, you can't just push them out the door to do things. So at one point, they have to do their share. And uh, you realize that they start feeling bad at the end. And when we talk about separation, divorce, you realize that, oh my gosh, now at this point I'll be by myself and I should have done this, this and that. And, you know, I haven't worked for a couple of years and I haven't done anything on that part money-wise for a couple of years and even most of the my marriage. And now, you know, if you get separated, then what happens? How will I look? So now all of a sudden it's like, oh, the story changes now. It's not like, oh yeah, he was supporting me and wanting me to stay home and you know study and do whatever now it became like oh he didn't want me to do this and didn't want me to do that so that people around kind of have pity on you that for me was really kind of an eye-opener and i never thought that would happen so i think what i'm trying to say here is to just to be careful when using those words and when talk about your partner think about what you are trying to say also maybe first look at yourself and the situation and maybe Look at your relationship or marriage and see how it went through it and really think about what went wrong and also to look at yourself a little bit. And we all have to, and I did myself too. You know, everybody has their fault, I have my fault. And I think it's important to look at that before starting to call people names to kind of move the blame somewhere else. And I mean, you can do that for a while, obviously, but I think at the end, it always catches up to you and you always need to sit down and think about uh, what you've done and what you've said to set the record straight. There's an interesting post I found on Instagram about narcissists as well. It was... A narcissist paints a picture of themselves as being the victim 
or innocent in all aspects. They will be offended by the truth, but what is done in the dark will come to light. Time has a way of showing people's true colors. And there's two things I like about this one. I mean, the definition of the narcissist, right? It's basically painting a picture of themselves as being the victim and innocent of all aspect. And that's why I'm saying sometimes, you know, the person calling the other person narcissist often is that person. But what I love is it says that the second part, and it's very true. At the end, whatever is done in the dark will come out to light. I mean, it might take time, but it will come out. And that's why it's important. You have to be careful how you call people. Because those are, again, like I said before, big words. And once the truth comes out, I mean, people will realize really how you are. And it might backfire. And I think that's something that actually uh, happened on my side as well. I mean, I was talking about my kids in a lot of different episodes. You can tell your kids whatever you want or your friends or your family as well. I mean, there's people like that uh, as well. You can tell them whatever you want about your partner at the end, it will come out and they'll realize what happened. And it's a very dangerous game if it's not the case because it will backfire. So what happened is those people realize that whatever was said is not true, that it was all lies. They'll basically break that trust and, you know, the trust they had in you about everything you said. So whatever you've said in the past all of a sudden becomes irrelevant and they don't believe or trust anything that you say. So it's a dangerous game doing that. And I experienced that firsthand. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it's something that you have to be careful what you say, and what you tell your kids, or what you tell even friends and families. So again, I've seen a few, a few interesting posts on Instagram about that, which brought me to actually talk about it on here. Like I was saying, the word is being used and overused. Also, what you notice is every little thing that you don't like that happened, now all of a sudden your partner is a narcissist. And that's the thing that uh, starts to happen. And that's why the words become, I guess, I wouldn't say less and less relevant, but it's like the boy who cried wolf. It's the same thing, right? All of a sudden you start talking too loud on your phone or you post uh, too many selfies on, on Instagram or on social media and all of a sudden you're a narcissist. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a bit more to it. I mean, some people just might love posting selfies, that's it. I mean, or just be loud and obnoxious and that's it. And nothing more to that. But now it seems that every little thing that someone does and it becomes a narcissist, which is a problem because that's not the case. That's not the definition of it. At the end of the day, a lot of people might just do that because, I mean, they love the attention and they love people liking them. I mean, it's human nature. <laughs> so... I don't think that's that's a problem, at least at that level. So just to kind of uh, finish up on this one, that's another quote I found in one of the articles, The New Yorker. The word narcissist seems to be an overused word these days. And because it's so used, sometimes it loses its meaning, like I was saying before. But uh, narcissism is a very real problem in our society as a whole. And I think what's important is the next sentence. Narcissism is more than just only putting yourself first. It's also severely discounting the needs of others. That's really a, the key difference. And like I was saying before, you can like yourself. I want people to admire you, like you and everything else. But I think really the key point here is when it starts affecting other people, that's when there's a problem. When you're putting other people down, 
that's when is a problem. When you're making sure people are not free anymore to do whatever they want, or when you you know restrict people, or when you don't allow people to do certain things, that's when it becomes a problem. Anyways, that was uh, that was the topic for this week, and I'm actually curious to hear your stories and your thoughts on the episode as well. It's a pretty serious subject, and I'd like to hear from uh, you all if you have any comments or anything. You can always uh, email me at thedivorcedaddiaries at gmail.com with your stories, comments, questions, or just to, you know, just to say hi. You can also find me on Instagram at thedivorcedaddiaries. I also have a Facebook page, a Twitter page, and my website where you can find all of this in the latest episode, www.thedivorcedaddiaries.com. So please don't hesitate to go. And I post pretty much everything there. If you go in the news section, that's where you'll find like the new stuff that I'm working on. And you'll find some links as well from my friends page I mentioned before. So stay tuned. And if you can, please, please uh, subscribe. Just go on whichever platform you're using and subscribe to the podcast. So that way, whenever there's an episode that comes out, you'll be notified right away. And you'll know that uh, there's something waiting for you. And uh, you can listen to it as uh, quickly as possible. Thank you again for listening. I hope you have a great, great week and stay safe. Bye-bye.